Captain America Civil War. Okay. This is in. This is Mason. Okay, because of a problem with the new recorder, even though it is totally awesome, I love the Zoom for HN. Uh, because of it, we lost an entire recording because I hit the wrong button. Because I'm an idiot. Either way, um, this is going to be a micro view for Captain America Civil War. Now, because we talked about so much and we missed so much, we're not going to recap everything, but we're going to say first our, in one sense, what we thought about it, and then give a rating. So I am saying that this is a fully realized culmination of what Marvel's been working for and what they could do. I give it really, really, really fucking cool. <laughs> uh, right. So it's really hard for me to give one sentence on anything, but I also give it a really, really fucking cool rating. I don't think it's the best Marvel movie out there. I'm not sure I could give it that rating, but it was a wonderful movie. It was a lot of fun, and I think anybody could enjoy it, whether they know anything about comics or not. That is agreed totally. Okay, with that in mind, if you have not watched Captain America Civil War yet, turn the podcast off, go watch, then turn it back on. We are going to give you to the count of three. One, <laughs> two, five! Oh my god, so I can't believe... They killed Tony Stark. I yeah, they kill. They kill, and then Superman shows up and vaporizes their heads. And no, <laughs> no. All right. And then Chris Pratt comes in as uh, what's his name from Fantastic Four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, uh, as uh, Doctor <laughs> Doom, as Johnny Quill. <laughs> okay, so yeah. all right. Seriously though, one, two, three. So best scene in the movie. Uh, best scene in the movie when. <laughs> no, seriously though. Well, I have, it's a tie. It's a tie between two scenes. The one where Ant-Man is in Tony Stark's armor, and he's like, what's what's happening to my armor? Oh, it's your conscience. I know you probably haven't heard from me in a little while. Probably almost never. Oh, yeah, him, him quoting Finding Nemo. And then Marlon says it to Dory. Hey, I'm your conscience. We haven't talked about that. <laughs> yeah, so it's a tie between that scene, and I love the scene where he kisses Agent 13, and then um, oh, yeah, they're Sebastian in the Stan and Anthony Mack here watching, and they're like, yeah. Like, oh, they're like, yeah, finally. And, and, and Falcon's like, that's my boy. Like, all right. I, I like their relationship. I think it's fun that Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie with their whole that's over there. Oh yeah, oh, was Spidey kicking their asses were pretty cool. Too. I like that. He's like, like, wow, metal arm. I like that after they dispatch him, and he's like, it's like, it's like, why you did it earlier? I hate you. Yeah. Honestly, my favorite scenes were the entire airport scene, especially when. Ant-Man becomes giant, man. He has a... <laughs> that scene, and I love... They were able to incorporate Cap's speech that he gives to Spider-Man in the original Civil War comic to Agent 13. They give it to Sharon to say at the funeral about being a tree. Okay. That entire speech is one of the most iconic speeches in the history of Marvel, and I think it was really well done. All the actors were really well cast in this. I love Crossbones. I wish he didn't die, though. Because he's a good villain, and he was. I like how they had him. Yeah, he is a good villain. But, they, de- they developed him well. But they needed to have a Nitro situation. They couldn't use Nitro because Nitro's a mutant, and mutants aren't in Marvel. So I think it kind of worked the ensuing incident. So everyone was done well. Everyone had their best scene. Like, I know Tony's best scene. I think Tony's best scene, or Robert Downey Jr.'s best scene, was... Once everything was revealed, and he just looks at Cap, he says, "He killed my mom." You saw the anger and rage in the last scene. I think Downey's good for it, though. I think he's a great actor. Uh huh. I think he's really good. He's always very good at getting emotion across, even if he doesn't say anything. Oh, his body language is perfect. 
in his facial expressions. And it always was that way. I mean, I remember him in some of the 80s films. And I remember when I saw him in Gothica. And his character wasn't particularly outstanding or even that likable. But I was, I remember being so impressed at how real his character became once he portrayed some of the emotions behind his character. So, I mean... I mean, even before Iron Man, I liked Robert Downey Jr. I know some people have an axe to grind. Especially with all the controversy behind the stuff he's pulled over the years. I think his body language was attributed to the fact that he had to learn how to emote more when he did Chaplin. Which is an amazing movie. We will review it on the podcast. But in Chaplin, it's he, he has Chaplin down pat. Nice. And he has all the emotions, all the body language, and that shows in this. Chris Evans, I hope he, he signs on for more because he is Captain. This is supposed to be the last Cat movie, though. Mm-hmm. He may sign off for more, though, and I hope he does. I think he likes doing it, though, but he's kind of limited now to what he can do as projects because people are going to typecast him. Well, he's done a couple of other movies recently which were really good that were not one of them. The best one, I think, was the one before I go. This is his first directorial debut. It's on Netflix. Hmm. I highly recommend it. It's about him playing a, je- a, a trumpet player who meets a girl in Grand Central Station and shenanigans ensue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Really good. Um, you know, I'm still upset they haven't done anything to follow up Push, and they probably never fucking will. No, it, it, it did miserably in the box office. But it's a cult classic now. It's so amazing. It is, but they're not going to, sadly, they're... Stupid! I know, I know. Uh, for, uh, for our main villain, they really foreshadowed the whole situation with him on the cell phone. You wondered what the deal with that was. Yeah, I guess. And I think Zemo was... Well, he's not Zemo, the one with the mask, who is the creator of the Masters of Evil, but this is him proto, him beforehand. I think he's going to become the masked villain. Yeah, but, they, but he killed the Winter Guard. Yeah. It's, so it kind of doesn't leave anything at all for Zemo. Yeah, but he won. That's the one thing is he did win. I don't know. I'm just I'm angsting on Zemo. It's understandable because Zemo is such an iconic villain, and they kind of nerf him a little bit, but it doesn't matter. Because he does have a presence and he isn't as bad as other villains have been. His plan does come through. Either way. Now, we could talk a lot longer about this movie, but I think check it out. Hope you guys enjoy. We'll do a more comprehensive review really, really soon where we'll talk more about all the best parts, including Chadwick Bosom, Tom Holland, about Spider-Man, about Giant-Man, about everything else which is amazing in Captain America Civil War. Remember, check out our podcast, www.spirekin.com, and we hope you guys enjoy. We'll catch you next time, all right? See ya.
Buck. Do you remember me? Your mom's name is Sarah. You used to wear newspapers in your shoes. You're a wanted man. I don't do that anymore. Well, the people who think you did are coming right now. And they're not planning on taking you alive. Captain, while a great many people see you as a hero, there are some who'd prefer the word vigilante. You've operated with unlimited power and no supervision. That's something the world can no longer tolerate. I know how much Bucky means to you. Stay out of this one. Please, you'll only make this worse. You saying you'll arrest me? There will be consequences. Captain, you seem a little defensive. Well, it's been a long day. If we can't accept limitations, we're no better than bad guys. That's not the way I see it. Sometimes I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. I just want to make sure we consider all our options. Because people that shoot at you usually wind up shooting at me too. You know what's about to happen. Do you really want to punch your way out of this? What do we do? We fight. Sorry, Tommy. You know I wouldn't do this if I had any other choice. But he's my friend. So was I. Yeah.